Hello, Browns fans. This is Steve Gill, your host of the Cleveland Browns Dog, Pan, Dog Pound South podcast, part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans First Sports Network. I've been on a little bit of a roll here talking about free agents. Now I, I just, you know, I got to thinking about this because you, you, you hear about um, everybody in Cleveland, the uh, media talking about Amari Cooper. And you, you see, was, was the trade for Elijah Moore? Did it work? Was it worth it? Um, so, and, you know, they talk about the draft, first pick, second round, number 54, but Andrew Berry, the last two years, has not used that pick. He has traded for players. Uh, let's go back, the Cooper trade. Cleveland got Amari Cooper and the Dallas six-round pick, which they turned into Michael Woods, who is still on the, on the roster, hadn't done much, uh, was hurt all last year. And Dallas got two fifths and a sixth. Uh, for what Amari Cooper has done, I would say that that was a good trade. And then last year, uh, the Elijah Moore, Cleveland got Elijah Moore and a third, number 74, which they used for Cedric Tillman. And New York got their second, uh, which is number 42, which was thrown in for the Aaron Rodgers trade. So I would say the Browns won that one too. Um, just based on what happened to Aaron Rodgers and how the, the Browns got two starting wide receivers out of it. So first let's go into this. Um, I talked about free agents the last two weeks, value, um, youth, what you're looking for. Um, this team is pretty much loaded, uh, especially if they re-sign some key free agents and extend some players like JOK. Um, but you got to remember, there's 633 unrestricted free agents out there right now before people start signing or re-signing with other, their own teams. Also, last week, I mentioned the teams that are over the cap. Um, I know it's not nice, but you have to attack the teams who are struggling financially. That's just the way it works. So that's how they got Amari Cooper two years ago from the Cowboys. The Cowboys didn't want to pay him and C.D. Lamb. I mean, you're looking at teams that have talent, but they can't pay everybody. Um, and what the Browns do is they pick them up, they restructure, they and they they pay them some uh, you know a little money in the first year, and then just spread it out over the the a couple of years. Uh, so let's go over the teams again. You got the Steelers. Ah, don't worry about the Steelers. Uh, like I said last time. I hate them because they know how to draft and they know when to get rid of players. Um, so you got the Cowboys, 19 million out over Broncos, 24 million over chargers, $45 million over. And they've got a lot of players coming up from new contracts. Um, and they got a completely new coaching staff. So you don't know what's going to happen out there. Uh, bills, $51 million over the cap. And we'll talk about certain players for these teams. Dolphins, uh, 51 million. And the Saints, as always, leading the pack, 83.6 million over the cap. I don't see how they do it every year, but every year come the first day of free agency, they're under the cap. So, what kind of players are we looking at? Mike Williams. I was just talking about the Chargers, uh, new coaching staff. Uh, they got to play other players. I mean, you've got you know, some expensive players already out there. Uh, Jerry Judy, Denver, 
for some reason, they signed him to his fifth year uh, option and he kind of disappeared. And he was a big trade talk player uh, coming up to the trade deadline last year. Here's a name, Brandon Ayuk, who's going to who played in the Super Bowl. Um, they're going to have to either sign him or or a Debo Sweeney. You can't sign both. So, you know, this is the type of player we're looking at. Uh, Devontae Adam of the Raiders, eh, you know, he's a headache. Tyler Lockett, Seahawks, eh, I'm fine with that. Here's a name. Here's a name that intrigues me because the Baltimore, I mean, the uh, Buffalo Bills are sorry over the cap. Uh, Stefan Diggs. Um, he seemed to really flourish. He was having great seasons when Ken Dorsey was calling plays. Um, and then after uh, Dorsey got fired, Diggs' production kind of dropped a little bit. So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind Stefan Diggs. Would you mind Stefan Diggs? I wouldn't mind him. I mean, he knows Dorsey. Um, so these are the type of players you got to look at. All right, let's take a break, and I'll 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 rehash till till the day I die how the salary cap works one more time. Okay, let's go over this one more time. What the Browns are doing is sustainable. Um, it's just basically, like I said last time, cash up front. They led the league in spending in cash up front. They spent over fifty million dollars in cash up front. It doesn't count towards the cap. Um, and Jimmy Haslam and D Haslam will keep writing those checks as long as they have a healthy and productive Deshaun Watson. This is the key. If he is productive. Now, last year with AVP and Kevin Stefanski, I think his last three starts, he was 3-0 and with 720-something yards passing, four touchdowns, one interception, and a QB of 102. QBR of 102. That's not bad. Um, you've heard about the Albert Breer stuff. It's just a simple fact that um, Deshaun Watson and um, Alex Van Pelt just didn't melt, mesh. They just didn't mesh. Uh, you heard a lot about the um, scripted plays. Well, why don't you game plan and put in plays that your quarterback is really good at and likes to run? Sounds simple to me. So they bring in Ken Dorsey, um, who has worked with uh, developing quarterbacks. Think about um, Josh Allen, his first year before Dorsey got there. He was a mess. Dorsey takes care of him. He's Pro Bowl quarterback. Um, Cam Newton, a good buddy with Deshaun Watson. Um, the year that Ken Dorsey worked with him as his QB coach, not only did they go to the Super Bowl, he won MVP that year. Um, I'm willing to give Ken Dorsey a shot. If he calls plays or not, I don't care. He was brought in to make Deshaun Watson productive. And if Deshaun Watson's productive, this can be sustainable. Like I said, you need a rich owner to pay that upfront cash that doesn't count against the cap. You need a front office who is incredibly creative at writing contracts. And you need an aggressive GM who knows how to get talent. Um, if you want, if you question Andrew Barry's 
uh, uh, talent evaluation. Just look at last year. Look at all the injuries they had in and all the guys he brought in to plug in, plug in, plug in, and they still played. He, he brought in Joe Flacco uh, off his couch. It seemed to work out, you know, got him to the playoffs. So I, I never, I never second guess Andrew Barry's uh, talent evaluation. Uh, contract extensions um, prior to the Super Bowl, there was uh, a lot of uh, hubbub and rumors. Uh, Jeremy Fowler, I think, started it um, that they would both be extended, which is excellent. Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski both need to be extended. Also, how about that? Uh, those uh, awards, the AP awards. Um, congratulations to Jim Schwartz. Uh, to Miles Garrett, there was no doubt it was going to be Miles Garrett. Just go back and watch the Tennessee game and watch those two tight ends going in motion when Miles is going in motion. That's your boom. He won right there. And the, the hurdle over the guy in the blocked extra point. Kevin Stefanski, uh, two coach of the years in four years. Congratulations. And of course, Joe Flacco, comeback player of the year. So, I hope everything um, is, uh, I hope you enjoyed this series of shows that I've put together about free agency and about possible trades with wide receivers. Um, I'd love to hear your comments. And as always, this is the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gill, part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans for Sports Network. Love that you guys watch, listen, and follow. Um, I hope you enjoy. I'll have more in this um, uh, off season. Off season. I love the off season. I'm a draft. People always say that uh, they're draft nicks. I say hi. My name's Steve. I'm a draftaholic, and I also love free agency. And of course, as you can tell, I love talking about the salary cap. I can't help it. I'm an accountant. It's my wheelhouse. All right. Thanks for watching, listening, and following. And I hope everybody has a great, great day. I'll be back with more shows um, when we get closer to free agency. So uh, everybody have a great one and go Browns.